All right, what's going on, everybody? My name is Phil. My name is Ben. I'm Johnny. And we are the Small Town Titans here for another episode of Titan Talk. What are we going to be talking about episode today, Johnny? Episode 13. Yes. Lucky number 13. We are going to be talking about current pitfalls in the music industry. Yeah, um, it's not all roses and daisies out there, guys. Nope. Before we hit record, we realized, uh, you know, we didn't know what we were going to talk about. And we realized that there were several things in the, in the news this week, as far as music business stuff goes, mm -hmm. that is acceptable enough to talk about to the general public yeah. uh, because it's pretty big and we can also elaborate on what it means uh, for uh, plenty of people that we know, artists and, and such, that but, all, but, but, it, but yeah. also fans. Fans are definitely affected by the first thing. But first, Absolutely. Let's, get, let's drink some beer as so, we always do. Yes. Phil, can you please hand me a beer? Do not look. Yeah, sure. I'm, not, not, I'm look. not looking. I'm not, not looking. looking. For those of you who are new to what we do here, we right. have six beers down here. Actually, we have five because you already drank because one. Because I already drank one for one of our, uh, so one are, of our shows so today, are you, or one of our music videos, So rather. are you exempt from the first beer or the second beer? I'm exempt from the second beer. I probably got I got. The bomb, didn't I? What did you get? Did I get the bomb? No. No. Not thank at all. goodness. Turn off your notifications. I am turning off notifications. Mute. Meow. Come on, be a professional. Never. Do you right. have a bottle opener? I, need a bottle I don't opener. think this is a twisty. It is a twisty. Never mind. All right, I have a bottle opener. Where are my keys? I have got a Red Bridge gluten-free yeah, sorghum right beer. Ooh, it's gluten-free. If I'm saying sorghum right, made without wheat or barley. What the fuck is it made of then? I don't know. <laughs> Did you guys see the Super Bowl ad for Bud Light? No. Yeah, you gotta look it up. If it was hilarious. So they did the whole, you know, uh, Monty Python style medieval times thing again with with uh, uh, Dilly Dilly. Oh yeah. So they had a big ass barrel of corn syrup. It said right on it, corn syrup, <laughs> and they were driving it around saying that it was accidentally delivered to the Bud Light castle. And it's not, it's not accurate because Bud Light doesn't have corn syrup in it. And they just made it a hilarious point. They had several throughout the, the night. And, but the first one was long and they were literally taking the Bud Light or the, the corn syrup barrel around and they were going, Miller Light, how are you? Is this your corn syrup barrel? Because we here at Bud Light don't have corn syrup in our beer. And Miller Light's like, as a matter of fact, no, that's not ours. We had our concept delivered yesterday. Then <laughs> they go to Coors Light and they're in the mountains and snowing and shit. <laughs> and it turns out, wow. turns out it is Coors Lights. And so they're just they're just slamming the other beers. That's kind of funny. For, not, for having uh, corn syrup in their beer. I wonder how they got away with that, so like using the other beers. It became uh, a whole thing. It was hilarious. Crazy. So uh, people in the corn industry were like, you know, it's not really that bad. And then uh, Coors Light chimed in, and Miller Light chimed in, and now one of them's running something else, saying that they don't have some ingredient that Bud Light does. It's great. Cool. <laughs> but you gotta you gotta look at the at the ad. It's fun. Drink your beer. Just look up Bud Light corn syrup. Three words or one sentence. Describe it. Calm down. No. I don't know I'm how to describe. Relaxed. It. I don't even know how to describe it. Like it tastes light, but. Wow. Easy to drink. What is it? It tastes kind of like a light beer, and it doesn't look like one, so I would have never guessed it would taste... It does not taste the way it looks. It's from Anheuser-Busch. It's a Bainbridge. It's like... Or no, Redbridge. I'm sorry. Try it. Okay. It isn't... It's, it, there's a little bit of a flavor to it, but it's like a light beer. That does not... Oh, it's like a sour beer. I don't a little think, sour. I don't think it's sour. No, it's got sour. 
It's sour. Everybody's so confused. They're like, what are they a little. drinking? Like a little. A very little. It's kind of sour. That a, tastes like an apple. What it yeah, it's like. kind of like, yeah. But it's not strong. Like, it's not this thick flavored it's like those. It's like it the like Lacroix. Granny Smith apple. That's a really good beer. Of I beers. Like it is kind of good. I don't yeah. think it tastes like that. Okay, I'm drinking. It's hard to explain. What about me? Everybody. Aren't we going in order? Oh, it's it's only a four. Go Bitch. Go ahead. No, it's alright. It doesn't matter. Just go. Yeah, I guess it doesn't. Evil Genius Beer Company. Santa. I know him. Uh, oh <laughs> festive, shit! Festive saison ale brewed with rose hips, black currants, and chamomile. Oh, I'm a big fan of chamomile. So here Isn't we go. Chamomile. I say chamomile. It's oh. cam- yeah, it's chamomile, I'm pretty sure. Is it chamomile? <laughs> yeah. Shit. Well, like the pink lotion stuff? Let me go draw a caricature while I'm at it. Uh. You can't you can't do you can't say things without explaining, Philip. Yes, I can. Caricature is a word that Phil does not pronounce caricature properly. He always thought it was caricature. Yeah. Yeah, cuz he's a Dumas. It's a, it's a it's a regional thing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say cuz he's a Dumas? He's a Dumas. Oh. Yeah, clever, <laughs> super clever. Why don't you go That's across right. the street or something? That's all right. You think our friend Cat Murtis's name is Murtis? Murtis, son of a bitch. Uh, avocados, meh. I'll drink it anyway. Those are my I don't three really describers. Love avocado. I don't. I don't. I'm not, I love avocados. I know you're on. Like, the, you're on the guacamole craze train. Right. Yeah. I have something I'm very interesting. Really, really? You know, it's okay. I don't like need guac on everything. You're missing out, bro. I have Omission Brewing Company IPA, bold and hoppy. And it says right here that it's crafted to remove gluten. To Does remove? this mean I'm going to be gluten-free as a human if I drink this? I don't know, man. But that's because what it says, too. Crafted to remove gluten. Fucking, um, the South Park episode about gluten is absolutely hilarious. It's in fucking everything. I think I, I at least told you about this one, Ben. I'll be honest with you. Hold on, let me let me just review this beer. No, go one. ahead. I could have this beer or any of any other IPA, and I wouldn't know the difference. You wouldn't know the difference. Well, that's you a good could, thing. I could be drinking any like anything right now. It's just an IPA. I don't know the whole thing with the gluten. I just know that right now it's like evil. It's bad for you. Bad for your intestines. And on the South Park episode, they said it was the one about like something about if if you eat gluten, your dick's gonna fly off. <laughs> And then they actually had dicks flying off on the show. They had a scientist. Was it like, like bloody or? No, it's just hilarious. No, just like, it's just like dicks with they wings. Just, they just had a. No, it was like a rocket. <laughs> like, it was just scientists like going over gluten and why it's bad for you and everything. And, and, and one of the adults is like, well, then why don't you just eat the raw gluten? And he's like, okay, I'll prove it. And he eats it and his dick just flies off. It's holy shit! There's just pandemonium everywhere. That everybody starts throwing out everything with gluten they have, which oh is which is everything. So that's the, that's obviously the joke. They're throwing out absolutely everything. It's amazing. That's one of the pitfalls in the music industry. All these artists gluten. eating gluten, eating gluten, eating their gluten. Dicks are yeah, out. man. Because flying what else can we afford? Dicks. Ramen noodles. You know, it's got tons of gluten and sodium. No, you're so. gonna have to. Um, <clears throat> you're gonna have to ter- um, pull out your phone for look up yes. the article because. We're using mine to record the audio, the yeah. podcast here. So the main thing we're talking pledge about music is, is pledge music is the first yeah. thing. Man. So for those of you who don't know what pledge music is, we have to back up a little and just say crowdfunding. Most of you probably know what that is, but if you if you don't know what that is, that's essentially a way for anybody who has an idea, Excuse me. especially artists recording new music, 
for them to present their project, their album, what, what have you, and then have their fans fund the project and they get rewarded with certain things in exchange. And Kickstarter's number one. Kickstarter's easily number one. Indiegogo's huge. Pledge Music, they didn't like to call themselves crowdfunding. We actually used Pledge Music for a little while. Uh, we did for a project, we yes. we fucking failed. Yeah, we did. <laughs> because we were so we were, busy with we other things. To, what, why were we going to use it? It, it was using, we were using it for the a tour, two, right? Well, no. Oh. Like we we actually used it for too much to dream. Uh, that that project uh, That's we right. were trying to do that. One and of our songs we were trying to like take it to another level after we had the version we had, and we in a nutshell we had too much on our plate. We really did. Yeah. And so we failed miserably on it. But that and like we probably thought that song was a lot better than it actually was. Go to us. <laughs> go to slap. I feel like is that the article? Do that. Really, dude? Like this is the one, and it's just not. I'm I'm, I'm not gonna say that. Um, I, I mean, that song was, was written by a, a good friend of ours, actually. I you know? Mean, remember Too Much to Dream, dude? That's the yes, article. I remember Too okay. Much to Dream. So, are you, like... I mean, I, I think that I'm song is really amazing. I'm saying maybe we amazing. thought it was amazing still, and it wasn't, like, the greatest thing I mean, I, I, I don't just, think... I don't think... I mean, does, I don't know. Does band do that? I don't think... I mean, think every song they do is, is going to be the I next I think you're reading thing. him a little wrong, man. He's <laughs> not right. taking away from the song. <laughs> I mean... He's right. We, we I'm had, talking we, about our attitude towards we it. We had all like, these... It could have been any song. We had a big ambitions for it, and we did not do them, Phil. <laughs> I mean, that's we, true. We were going to have it be... We were going to have it be full band, and we were going to yeah. we were gonna do a big video, and it just it did not pan out, because we were trying to do too much at once. Yeah. We were trying to tour I still, at the same time, all that stuff. And, and I just, I mean, off topic, I still think that song yes, has promise, though. It, it I is. still think it's something that we can work well, on in the future. I think all of our songs okay. do. So, that's, you know. So does Ben. Like, that's what I'm saying. Don't, and I think we owe it to our buddy that that wrote the song too. You know, it's a really good song. Dude, Ben and does not hate the song. I know he doesn't. Okay, I'm just well, let's, like, let's stay on topic. Here all right, let's do it and uh, talk about Pledge Music. Yeah. Um. So they don't like to call themselves a crowdfunding company, but that's pretty much what they were doing. But it was more like uh, glorifying pre-orders too. Uh, really taking the whole concept of of crowdfunding that could be used across anything. And really just honing in on music. Okay, Kickstarter, you could be for tech. You could be for independent film. Pledge Music is going to do music. And they tried to corner that market and be the best. And they did it really well. That's the thing. It became industry standard stuff. Mm-hmm. Rock bands especially. It just became uh, that, you know, you saw the branding. You saw the logo. Pledge Music was how a lot of artists, like Papa Roach, giant band, their last record, not the latest, the one before that, I think was funded with Pledge Music. Mm-hmm. And they had, you know, for a dollar you get the first single for free, for, for yeah, five so was, you it get... it was funded by their fans you get through signed, the Pledge Music platform. Right. right. You get signed posters, you get exclusive merch, hoodies, hats, maybe a signed guitar, maybe VIP passes on the upcoming tour. But so Pledge Music had good relationships with certain record labels and all of that. And all out of the blue, our, our good buddies, Blacktop Mojo, awesome band, if you haven't heard them, check them out. Um, they were using Pledge Music to fund their third record. And out of the blue, like two days ago, I, I saw an article that their bass player, Cat shared. And he was like, fuck Pledge Music. And it was the article that you have up on your phone now. Right. And I was like, whoa, because Pledge Music's in big shit. Yeah. And it's bad. So, it's, like, what's it's happening? Re- it's bad. They owe 
for over a year, like, what's the figure? It's like $100 million or something. Dude. Um, they're not paying bands. They're not no, paying they can't. bands. As, as, the service misses payments, to, it, as the service misses payments to artists, it has, become, it has come under fire and raised the possibility of regulation in a business that has, until now, thrived without it. So essentially, uh, in a nutshell, from Billboard, this is the article that we're using for our reference today, um, uh, Pledge Music is not um, uh, paying out the... Um, the the money to the artists that are signed up with that for service over a year for over a year so sort of sort of kind of you take the money that you have to pay other people and you pay it on like you pay other we're gonna things talk about off. Ponzi schemes too when we get into the next part of this mm-hmm. the next Great. topic of this sure are but um yeah so they're taking the money and and essentially like they, they have to be investing investing it in something on their business end if and then keep, they're not making enough if you, money if you keep reading the, the article. That's the unethical, crazy. shady side of it is they're supposed to be taking the money that the artist you know, generated from the fans, giving that money to that artist to follow out their campaign and for them to fulfill the promises they made to their fans. Rumor has it, it was going into growing Pledge Music instead. Well, that's what I mean. They're investing it in themselves. So, and then instead they're not of paying, getting their own return. And yeah, not paying and it out to the artist. Money. And it snowballed and snowballed and snowballed. And all yeah. of a sudden, it's huge news that they're in big fucking trouble. Produce, and it's like, yeah. whoa, because they're a big company yeah, and, and a big name. Yeah. In, like you said, like the industry standard. Like, yes. You know what you a lot know of it. artists know. And there's probably some fans that are watching right now of not just us, but any bigger band that did a Pledge Music campaign mm. and and went th- and, and know of it or, or even ordered something through it for somebody like a Papa Roach or I think Nothing More did one. Yeah, um, uh, here's here's bigger a, bands did did pledge yeah music. did do pledge music. Uh, here's here's a, an example of uh, somebody who had an issue. Uh, many acts like OGR have been unable to produce products for their fans, like so they can't even like produce things uh, they or have money. gone into debt in order to do so because they haven't gotten the payments yet. They can't uh, order the hoodies. Right, the posters, the, the the because they don't if, have the money from Pledge Music. If that would have happened to us, especially we've done things with other companies like Indiegogo. We, we're currently using Patreon right now. We would have been screwed yeah, if exactly. something like that would have happened. And I remember we got a notification from Patreon saying we were dealing with a technical issue, but we will make sure that we have your payments to you for this. Like they had an issue. They've been really with, good, but yeah, that's good. that's a good They've way to look at it. I feel like it would be like Patreon <laughs> going under now. Yeah, that would like if we got if we got an email from them being like, "Sorry guys, we are in a lot of trouble." Yeah, that would nice be nice knowing you. We, we would be like, "We'd be screwed. yo, holy shit, that's a part of our revenue model. What are we yeah. gonna do now?" Like, it that's would, a big right. part of what we. It do. would be like right. that. That's what this pledge music thing is like. So, our buddies, Blacktop oh, Mojo, they're yeah. making their third record. I'm sure it kicks ass. I can't wait to hear it. And all of a sudden, I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know. Like, like I hope they yeah, really, they recorded I really hope it. They don't have like. Twenty grand tied up in this record, and then, so and then they the, don't get their pledge music money. Like what? Wow! So anyone that that's, that's, that's going through them, you would still have your record, right? You would still have the files, you would have the masters, but all of the distribution side of it, all of the physical, you know, the CDs, the merch tying into the new single. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, what if they got that's a pledge music? Like so you're you're starting over on the marketing side of releasing your new record, which you guys know is more work than fucking making a record. It's not a Facebook <laughs> post, yeah. There's more to no. it than that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so, not a Facebook post and a CD release. That's a big blow. Party. And I hope there's probably going to be a class action lawsuit. Most likely. I mean, that's it's just... What, what it is is people that are part of that right now are not going to see their money for a couple of years. Yeah. That's the thing. 
or there's not going to be any money left to distribute. Yes. And the people that are involved are going to go to prison or have to deal with with something. And if you, you know? if you go if you scroll down to there's a little bit it's smaller ones too. Like there was a campaign that was for like six grand. Nothing. They got Damn. they got like two of it. Like wow. two, like a third, like two grand or something. Like so it's big and small. Yeah. It's it's across the board. And you know besides everything else that we're saying, like when we worked with mm-hmm. them, they had. Uh, advisor for each campaign mm-hmm. so like we had a personal representative from the company contact us weekly got hey guys just you know tony here how's the campaign going like, they were really hands-on mm-hmm. so i i was in shock when i read this it was like this is gonna mm-hmm. and now people are saying this is the first and it's true surprisingly in this whole um mm-hmm. crowdfunding phase or era let's call it an era there hasn't really been much shenanigans like yeah it's been pretty clean it's been like yeah no every co- the companies are good the money gets to where it should everybody goes home happy artist and fan this is the first time it's gotten shady and there's at the end of the article they're saying this could create a ripple effect in the industry period because now if you're a fan even if it's kickstarter instead right yeah. Like how how yeah, you're gonna how weary like, of me? It's been. Gonna am I going to get what I'm yeah, paying for? It's been it's been the wild wild west so far, where there's not really that much regulation on crowdfunding. There, um, but there hasn't had to be till right now. until now. Yeah, exactly. because now things are starting to come and out same of the woodwork for where, the artists. Yeah. The artists are going to go. Okay, well, should I? I don't want to invest in all, uh, all my time and energy into another pledge music. Yeah. Right. So it's a problem. Yeah. On a trust level. Exactly. Across think, the board. Do you think a company like Patreon is has all to gain from something like yeah. this? You think Patreon is just like I think there's I think it's the, the the companies that are doing the right thing um for I mean that are have something to gain from it but they I think they also have something to to um fight for fight for as well, excuse me, because like now that this has happened, you know, there's there's uh there's bound to be some type of regulatory things that pass, like, you know, bills and ideas on how to regulate this stuff that are actually going to do more harm than help. Um, you know, if you just, it, it's just, it's a situation where uh, a, a company like Pledge Music and the people that use crowdfunding to, um, to I mean, essentially uh, take advantage of the people that, that donate money like for example companies that like try to come out with the world's thinnest watch or something like that and then go bankrupt a few years later and just like they they put up a kickstarter in order almost, to get a whole bunch of money and just rich, ran rich with schemes. it yeah exactly yeah um it's it's well, one of those got, situations where people me. like that and companies like that ruin it for everybody else that are actually trying to honestly um bring a a product or a service to to people you know, it's uh, it's bound to happen, but you know, yeah, there's always a bad apple. There's always a bad apple. This is a big one, though. This is a big one. This is a big it's one. A, yeah. What, what, what this makes is this different? What makes this different? Yeah, exactly. It's it's the the source of. It's not one of the companies that's using the crowdfunding funding platform. It's, it's the platform. platform itself. Right. And it's the first time that we've seen this. I think at, at least on this scale. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So, first time I've ever heard of any shenanigans in crowdfunding. Mm-hmm. So how is? And you said it's like a hundred million. It's a lot. That they I, I, they no, might not I don't know if it's a hundred million. They're touting that they've paid a hundred million since two thousand nine. That's what it says. It's a lot. That's all I know. And it's over a year. And they're literally right now. They're like, "Give us time. We're gonna have it all figured out by April." It's like a bad sign. It's like, no, you're not. You're. 
You're figuring out how to get off the sinking ship right now. You're finding the life preservers. Yeah. You know? <laughs> who, who is You're moving OH... the money to offshore accounts. Like, who, who is OHGR? They got... I said They are ogre. missing a $100,000. Imagine. Yeah. Dude, like... Imag- first of all, imagine not, getting $100,000 from your fans. Right? <laughs> We're not just talking about smaller acts that are trying to put out a record in a regional sense. Like... Papa Roach used it. Could you imagine if Papa Roach had to no, had nothing for their fans on their next record? They've got a song going to radio. They've got a tour on stadiums with and arenas with Shine Down. And imagine they can't fucking deliver their album. That would be huge. Mm-hmm. That that's that magnitude. You know? Yeah. Um, I do think. Um, if I'm Kickstarter right now or Indiegogo or anything else, I'm I'm coming up with like a really <clears throat> nice, heartwarming, like marketing strategy, like like saying that we're I'm not we're like, not going to do like, the same going, thing. We're yeah. going green. We're yeah. Or like, we, we are nice. not pledge music. <laughs> we're not, but yeah, being going out of their way to be like super generous and giving to, you know what I mean? Like just yeah. really a- attacking their 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 marketing from that angle because, and I guarantee you they're all in their boardrooms, you know, once a week here, like brainstorming stuff because. How do it's we gonna make have people a, trust us again because how, we're the same industry? Exactly. That's it's going like, to kick back. It's going to kick back yeah, on the other That's the like other finding players. out that Coca-Cola has something in it that could kill you. Like, are you going to go drink Pepsi? Pepsi right. Or are you going to be like, yo, what if Pe- Pepsi, Pepsi got it too? Pepsi, what if, what if you <laughs> have the same shit? Yeah, 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 exactly. That's um, crazy. It is pretty nuts. Meanwhile, uh, a company like Patreon, which like versus Coke and Pepsi, they're kind of like... Lemonade. Seltzer water or something like they're they're <laughs> like they're lemonade, like that, but yeah. they're totally different. Yeah, exactly. They wouldn't be they don't get lumped into that category. So I feel like bands that are not going to be using pledge music for for said reasons mm-hmm. might migrate towards Patreon. And like when we started Patreon, we were one of few like rock bands on there, weren't we? I still don't know many. I know there's I think that's there's that there's a, that there. Um, I showed you guys over the holidays. There was a band that had their singer cover. Uh, well, I think it was, it was Bohemian Rhapsody, in all different styles of metal, and different singers, and like he even did Lemmy. You remember that? And it was yeah. like holy shit! Like nobody really could duplicate Lemmy, and this fucking guy duplicated fucking Lemmy. And then it said the the band was playing Bohemian Rhapsody, you know, with him. And then it said support us on Patreon. That's the first like like hard rock metal band, yeah, other than us that I've ever seen advertise Patreon. Now, I'm sure there's plenty out there, but like you know, and I, what's funny, what's funny though is that like, there's a band that we uh, played with at uh, Burfest, and actually the the lead singer is a is a voice student of mine. Uh, the name of the band is La Chiate, and they started having a Patreon. Well, they're doing well. I didn't know that. I mean, yeah, they're doing well because of us, because they cool, said dude. because of hey, the, the fact that we're doing it. You know? Patreon became Words. something. Kick some doors open. Hey! Patreon became something for us that just made sense where we were at in our career because we couldn't tour, and we just kept at it and kept seeing the benefits of the of the service. And now, it's one of our favorite things. It's one of our favorite parts. It's uh, you know, pieces of the pie, if you will. It's very, very, very it's difficult amazing. to get started, but once you do, the benefits are are you you find out it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, we simplified ours uh, quite a bit, just just for the sake of time. And we used to have like ten tiers, uh, and you would get this and three this. Or four, but yeah, well, we had a lot. It was more than three. Or it was four. it was one five, ten, twenty five. That was it. No, we had one that was on like Patreon. That was it. 
Really? Yeah. You're see. Well, but here's no, the thing. Uh, maybe we just added a bunch of different. We had. Here's we the put, thing. You we could, made it a full time. You could job mix that up with full, other full crowdfunding stuff because it's a similar setup. We have on our crowdfunding with Indiegogo. We've had plenty of tears. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Patreon could gain from this in a sense, in my opinion, because they are in that conversation, but they're not, they're not one of the companies. No, yeah. They're they a little, the same high school, but they're, they're a little the different. Clique. They're a little <laughs> different, but they certainly could, you know, I guess any, you know, anybody who used Pledge Music, they could say, hey, check out what we do. Yeah. It's not anything like Pledge Music, but it is... A way to connect with your biggest fans. But Patreon's ongoing. That's the difference. That's the major difference. Mm -hmm. With these other crowdfunding services, it's an event. It's a one-time thing. Yeah, Patreon is a Patreon is ongoing. Like a subscribing yeah. yeah, Patreon is for YouTubers and podcasters really more than anything. That's who's using it nonstop. Yeah, but you can't, you can't just go on Patreon and offer your fans a t-shirt for a $30 donation. Like, it's you not have how to it works, offer really. them... Yeah. You, you have, have to, you have to put you, yourself out there. You have to, you know, if it's you're a band, you offer yeah. music. You or, offer, you yeah. offer whatever. Like they, they, the whole point of Patreon is it, people, you know, pledge however much they want to you, just because of who you are. You're not trying to incentivize it. I mean, like you got it's kind of a gray area. You actually can't like, you know, um, and we just like figured this out just recently. You can't like try to like raffle off something you can't like do anything of that nature it's it's more is more of a thing where you you put yourself out there you obviously have some types of like perks to make it make it worth you know doing but it's not like you know it's it's more of a, a charity thing if anything like i mean kind of, maybe and maybe that's not the best way not, to describe it it's like you're it's like a magazine to whatever yeah. product you want yeah it's a subscription if you like our band, it's like a it's subscription it is a subscription like that's a better way to put it if our it's band a produced a magazine that you subscribe to and every time we gave you one you know you it's you had to pay for a little bit for the magazine subscription but like you liked reading that magazine that's Patreon. so patreon's open-ended and that's another thing where we could edit it now if we wanted to, we could go in and change anything. It can it can fluctuate like that forever, which is great. Very because we might change it someday. We might, you know what I mean? We might go, oh, you know what? What if we offered this for like five bucks, and we could go in there and, and edit it? But we, yeah. when everything started to, you know, the Grinch went viral for us and everything, we kind of backed off on Patreon and said, okay, what's the easiest way we can still give to the fans without creating any kind of pressure on us to deliver more content? for uh, one particular song or EP or, or, or whatever. And so we decided to scale it back and just go, pay what you want, at least a dollar. You get everything two weeks in advance and you get your name in the credits. That's all we're offering right now, mm -hmm. but that's just still really cool. I mean, there's definitely, people are taking pride in at the end of our videos on YouTube and Facebook and everywhere else, their names on this huge list, and yeah. when we started, when man, we started. I think that we had name, nine. That list did not scroll. No, it was just <laughs> it was just Harry, Bob, and Steve. I think like, we had nine. <laughs> I think like, we had nine patrons. Yeah. Week one, like two years ago. But that's yeah. another that's another lesson learned there, or maybe not lesson learned, but something to take away from this. We did not get to where we were overnight. We had like no. nine oh, no. people two years ago. Yeah, that's why I said it's now very, we have... very difficult to start and very difficult to maintain if you're not yeah. getting the audience that you hope for. I think <coughs> you could 
probably talk uh, and it would be interesting to look up interviewers from any YouTuber or podcaster that's grown something like into quite an empire you know like say a Joe Rogan mm -hmm. or, or um, some of these gamers on YouTube or, or with with their channels or whatever there's when you this instant gratification thing that we've created especially with our generation us, us Millennials out there Ugh. I am one. I, I know even, we I all we all care. Are. I'm a millennial. Technically, we, I mean, technically, 80, we're born between eighty and ninety-five. I think. 80, it it, it, well, hey, there you hey, go. Hey, when, when, when did we we're, reach the we're point? Literally, where we are the millennials. We are smack dab in the goddamn the middle, dude. I'm eighty-nine. Eighty-eight. <laughs> I'm ninety. We are millennials. 90. Every time I see millennials in the news. It's like, or, or any, like, making any kind of waves, it's rich, spoiled millennials. Yeah, it's like, it's like <laughs> derogatory. It's, it's, ones, it's ones that just complain and tweet all the time and don't really do anything else. Yeah. And it makes a bad goddamn rap for my generation. Yeah, I'm just what? like, I'm so, like Dude, ashamed to be a millennial. Like, I want to, like, cower in the corner. It's don't like, be. Like There's some you, other millennials that are like killing them. the game, man. No, I know there are, yeah. but when, you don't hear about them. When do we hit the point? Or, where, when you hear about them, you like, don't hear you the word millennial. Know, when do we hit the point where you can no longer say the word millennial or like that's offensive? I don't know. Like, what are they going to change? <laughs> oh, with the, these two thousanders? I don't know. I don't care. Whatever, man. <laughs> you know I what I mean? Even... Like, it's going to become offensive to people. You're on. You're, some point. you're, you're a, a pistol today, bro. Whole, whole nother conversation. Anyway. Yes, you are. What did I do? He's you're, being Ben, if you ask me, being, man. I don't know. You're being big. I feel like now. you are. Anyway, Hi. um, let's. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, like. Patreon would be would be. Why are you doing that? Yeah, I exactly. Know, I feel like I feel like you're on edge, and I'm just you, ready man. to push. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> like if we lost Patreon, this is why we, drink we beer would on the podcast, kind we of. would. Um, I mean, that would that would be it, rough. It would that suck. Would, that yeah. would suck. I mean, there would be there could be ways to. Um, we would find a way. Like anybody, this is actually a great quote I heard once from M Shadows from Revenge Sevenfold. I, he was on a music business podcast once. I, I was like, oh, I cannot wait to hear this because I love their business sense as a band. And they took questions from, from fans. And one of them was, what, you know, the classic, what piece of advice would you give somebody in the music industry? And he had one of the simplest, you might take it as kind of like asshole-ish answers, but it was also really brilliant to me. And it was, I don't have to tell them anything because they're just going to figure it out. And he's right. Wait, what? I'm I'm lost. What? This kid said to M Shadows on the podcast, "What advice would you give an up and coming band or, or artist?" And he said, "I don't have." And to And he tell said, them. "I don't have to give you any advice, man, because the ones who are going to make it are going to just figure it out." And mm. that makes that makes perfect sense. It does because if you are going to do it, not only that, but if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Like, mm. You're going to find a way. If something collapses, you're going to find a way to build it back up. Like you're yeah. going to just keep going and you're yeah. going to go, this worked, that Ooh. didn't. How can we improve? Because you don't, you just won't stop. Mm -hmm. And he's right about that. Yeah. Like we have adapted before in plenty of situations right. and we will continue to do it. If, if Patreon closed today, we would, we would adapt. It. We would figure, yeah. figure and in two, it out. If YouTube went in, down, we would adapt. In two, three right. months, we would have a solution. Of we, would, we would figure We're something out. We're adapting right now with the dog tank thing. Yeah. Right, exactly. That's a that's a thing that we we had to adapt to, you know. And and coming back to what we've said in previous podcasts, with like you know, great power comes great responsibility. So you know, like it's it's like you know when people like you know make a company like Pledge Music, or if they make a company, or they try to put on a festival like the Fire Festival. There's a lot of logistical things that come absolutely. with that. Or if you try to grow, uh, you know, an army. 
of people. Yeah, AKA let's the Titan let's, Army let's talk. Like let's that. talk about the dog yeah. taxi for the brakes. Yeah. So our pot. Uh, so our Titan talk. Next thing we should talk about here is our dog tag situation. Right. Um. So to be, just be totally candid. Let, let's talk about what it was supposed to do. So we had we have to, we can go way back for this. We had these a long time ago, a long time ago. Yeah. And it was just I don't even remember how we did it then. Was it the same? Was it also a member of the week? I think it was. Yeah, we started doing a fan of the week, and we shipped them out. Yep. And when we ran out, we ran out, and then we never really got any more. This is like what four years ago, dudes. Something like this that. This is old yeah, we logo. Had, we, we had this yeah. thing called a fan of fan of the week, and it was just like, let's pick one person and give them something cool. It every was week. an engagement tool. Yeah, it was an engagement tool, and it was also just like we want to give back to our fans because we feel like a lot of other people aren't doing that as much as we want to. So the first Titan fan of the week, <laughs> like when we had our audience was so small. We randomized the first this. guy that won. I didn't even know who he was. That's because that's because we just <laughs> we just used an app and. It no randomized, one, it, it, randomized so it, and it was that was all there was to it. And then we said, "There's got to be better ways to do this." And, yeah. And but so we did that for a while. Then we retired the concept. Then we had the idea to bring it back. Um, kind of took like a an, or like a little casual poll with fans, and it was like, "Yeah, bring it back, please." Mm-hmm. And I came up with this idea of let's grow our Facebook group with this because Facebook penalizes you when you post as a business. If you're ever trying to get anybody off of Facebook, have like, you ever noticed? I'm sure everybody has. If you ever try and leave Facebook, it actually takes you to a page on Facebook that says, "We're just double checking that you want to go to YouTube.com." It uh, does that. Oh, absolutely. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they do not want you to leave. They do not want you to leave. And so, what? if you post a link to somewhere else, they penalize you for that. So we were like, "All right, that might be the case." But let's let's post our links in our group because we're using a Facebook tool to do that. So we're playing nice with Facebook, and now hopefully they won't cut off our reach in the group. You get more notifications. Uh, it's it's easier to engage in the group. So the goal was, if you join the group and you sign up for our mailing list, you could get a dog tag. That was how we were going to grow the group, and it was then easy to go in the group and look at the analytics. And see who was who did the best that week, with likes, comments, shares, posts, whatever. And mm-hmm. your video was perfect. It was perfect. If you guys haven't seen this video, go on our Facebook page, scroll down a little bit, check it out. Yeah, it is hilarious. <clears throat> should we? We should had we to find that, a way we should put to put that on YouTube. We should just upload that to YouTube. Yeah, why not? Up, we could upload it to YouTube. Because I was just thinking we'll post a link, but we don't. It's not. It's on not YouTube on. Yet. It's not on YouTube yet. Yeah. <coughs> um, we essentially once the Grinch went viral. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, we had a lot of people like we it was like it was like it? having a party Eight, of what? a couple 8, of a couple people in a room and then thousands of people trying to get into that same room and it just it, like we had to come up with something to make it a little different. Yeah, and, you ever see a movie where like a still an, not loud an army of the people so. is like rushing over a hill? <laughs> we're and the you cops. Just see all these people. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. We're the cops. We're the co- we're the cops that came to the party. Busted yeah, we're just like hold on, hold on, hold on. It's yeah. too loud in here. We are the cops. Yeah. Well, it was. Fucking a. Yeah. We, we had to police cops. ourselves. Always complains yeah. out the ass. We are the yeah. cops. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yep. Yeah. So we had to make it, it happen. We're the part. We're the we're the party hosts and the yeah. cops. And at the, the cops. Same time. At the same Esse- time. Essentially, what we did, guys, is we we uh, awarded a prize, the dog tag. 
to whoever posted, commented, commented, and liked the most things in the group. So after our group grew, it just turned into a bunch of people in there competing for this dog tag with posts, likes, and comments. And, and like you got to notice a little bit that it was it was getting. It would that even, wasn't the best system. It, would it was. Even, it it wasn't the best ra- system because it would even ramp up on Monday. Like on like, Monday, yeah. it would be like tomorrow's the day, dude. Yeah, and people would be like, "I'm going for it." Like people would actually post and be like, "Guys, I'm so sorry for all these posts you're about to see from me, but I'm getting this dog tag." Yeah. And we're like, "Oh, like, this is uh, not working the way that we wanted to we, work." We, because <laughs> we, wanted to, we wanted to make a community, you know, and like and you we know, still have, have. and we have. It's Absolute, amazing. It's absolutely. still. It's still. There's. There's still a lot of good that has come from this, but we don't want to make it like. We we didn't want to make it a, a situation where the only reason why you were posting in the group was to get a, a get a tag. Like if it like if that's I mean, the only reason really why did. you're there, it's it like really come on. Like there was like, somebody. You like know. we're trying to create a community here, and it's a fun thing. We don't want it to turn into a situation where where people are mad at each other because. You know, uh-huh. you're trying to compete for something. We want to yeah. create a community. Yes. Everybody, like you know? John's like, over here posting, and Lisa's posting too, and John's just like, "Hey, screw you, Lisa! Leave me, let me get my tag." Like, <laughs> That's essentially what started to happen. Yeah, it and really we didn't is. want that to be that. We did not want that to be the case. And and so, so we had to. But this is an example of adapting, like we were talking right. about. Yeah. We had to adapt yeah. quickly. We're on the phone with the team, and we're like, right. "Okay, this has to stop today." Now. Like, our group is starting to not be what we want it to be, and that is the ultimate problem. Right. Like, yeah. If your group is no longer about what you want it to be about, got to do some damage now, control. And, you know, we've also told everyone now that we're coming up with a system, we and are. now we have to deliver on that system. Now, well, we that's will. the thing. We're and, adapting. No, yeah, exactly. That's what that's, I'm saying. But We're adapting. You know, in the, in the case of Pledge Music, it took them, what, a year? Like they, we they are, are not, not using even, Pledge like, Music. No, I know we're not using Pledge Music, no, but we are not. Either. Pledge music, like you know, if anything, we're we're music. actively working on the no, system. It's you know, not an empty promise. Hey, you, you know, know what? Maybe pledge music is too. Who knows, man? Yeah, it, exactly. Who the, the who infrastructure? Knows the situation? Like maybe, maybe it could have been like one guy that exactly. just tried to embezzle so much exactly. money. Exactly. What if it's it just be, one? What dude if it's one asshole that just like who just screwed everybody else? Could be. You know, <laughs> it really could. It could but, be that situation. So the dog tag situation is an ongoing thing, and we will we will make it better. We have lots of cool plans. Yep, 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 yep. We want to we'll reveal yes. them in the future. We shall in the near future too, because we're like, we're trying really. Yeah, hard. you know, we certainly. It I felt right to bring up in this scenario. True scenario yeah. scenario. True. It's gonna be big. Is it scenario or scenario? Scenario. I say scenario. I say scenario usually too. I might have been listening. Scenario. I've been hearing too many Canadians. Scenario. Maybe Canadians say scenario. Yeah, they probably say pecan too. Canadians say a lot of different things. You know. And they they say they say a boat. So if anybody from Canada is here, please let us know in the comments. They have a lot. They have for those of you watching live on. I love it. They have different words and stuff. Like they they like a hoser is sort of like a a redneck. I think in Canada they call it a hoser. Oh wow! Like they have different words for all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like it's a culture. That's, a, that's the yeah. same same thing with like you, you know, and a lot of words. where they're like, "Right out, chap." <laughs> not that yeah. not that anybody says that anymore, but like, oh, they say I that. Good. They I don't, I've never been I'm out sure of the country. They do, chap. Like, if you heard a an chap. American walk around calling somebody you, you a chap or yeah. a lad, you'd be like, "What?" Well, Canada, you also have Quebec, and that's French Canadian. Yep, French Canadian. They speak French. Uh, French yeah, it did the primary like Quebec. most of the, a lot of people in Quebec. You they know, do both. They do both. Yeah, it's really nuts. Yeah, insane. and they have their own accent too. That's the thing. It's the, oh, it's yeah. not like it, the the language mm-hmm. is 
Well, though, even Quebec, like, the language is oh, French, yeah, yeah. but they have a Canadian accent. And you can't tell, like, like, a person like, 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 the three of us probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference between, like, French French and Quebec French, but, like, it's, I'm like, that's really a tried, thing. Man. Do they really have square <laughs> wheels up there, or is that just South that's Park? Just that's South just Park. South Park, bro. <laughs> they're, they're, their heads and their, are, and their, their heads, heads look their heads normal. Come apart, so. They do not come apart. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, they don't, Terrence and Philip aren't real. Terrence and Philip. Hey, I mean, they oh. exist. Oh. Do you know the whole thing with Terrence and Philip? No. Terrence and Philip was South. Okay, when South Park debuted, it was crass toilet humor. Yeah, it was just farting and pooping. And, and so the the the, uh, like the respected Hollywood types, just except for George Clooney, who's a huge fan. <laughs> he actually got South Park started, dude. Really? He, yes. They did a short in college. Uh, I think it was Jesus versus Santa Claus. It's honestly the world's first viral video. Not even kidding. It was done on a fucking VHS, and it was duplicated and shared around colleges. And somehow George... Like physically handed you a black box yes. with a fucking roll yes. inside. And somehow George Clooney got a hold of it and thought it was so fucking funny and pushed and pitched for it at networks. He's got South Park off the ground. That's awesome. And Through VHS. Yeah. That is not <laughs> You can verify somebody could verify some of these like minor details, but like That's awesome. I know George imagine? Clooney saw it. I know he's a huge fan. I know he had a little bit he had something to do with it. That's amazing. I don't know if he like directly talked to Comedy Central or anything like that, but <sighs> he pushed for it. Alright. And um where are we going with this? Oh the, where are we going the, the with Canadian this? thing. <laughs> it's just it's just so Give me another beard. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Um, the uh, I would love to hear a Canadian's opinion on South Park. I bet you they just think it's great. <laughs> you know that they make fun of them that bad. Probably. Oh, so the, oh, this is where I was going with it. The Terrence and Philip. No, you're not supposed to look. You looked. <laughs> Here, fucking. It, it's it, too. Trade. It's a can in a bottle. You can't trade. guess now. Trade. Too late, dude. I got the but bomb. You, you didn't do it right. I wouldn't call that a bomb. Is that Natty a bomb? Ice? I guess that's a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Natty Ice is definitely well, I would, a bomb. Well, I thought the bomb Here. would be like a fruity, Here. a fruity like wine cooler would be the bomb. Here you go. Yeah. Here. I, I, oh, saw, wait. I saw this and I was like, yo. this one drink. That's cool. <laughs> oh, you do? Oh, I'm almost done. But okay. no, um, Terrence and Phillip were an answer to, it was South Park's answer, the creators, Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Three words. To everybody else. High school. Memories. Pass out. <laughs> regret. <laughs> that sounds about right. It sounds, yeah. Um, sounds right. South Park, when they had their, their critics for the show, if you just call it just the stupidest show of, of all time, they made fun of their own show by having a show on their show about nothing but fart jokes. And that was Terrence and Phillip. So they went, we're going to make fun of ourselves by taking what the media is saying about our show. We're going to actually put it on our show. That's, That's awesome. Amazing. I love those guys. They are just... I, it's the most brilliant fucking show. They are fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's uh, somehow we got there. My mom was a huge South Park fan. I love really? it. Really? I love it yeah, so much. Yeah, she loved it. She was like such a sweetheart, a sweetheart and an angel, but then like, I'd gotten, come home and she'd be watching South Park laughing It's gotten less. <laughs> it's great. Not every episode's like rated M for Mature now. Like It's not as violent and filled with language as much now, as more as it's just like a social commentary. Yeah, and it's awesome. I haven't watched it in a while. I, oh, I just I love every episode. Tuning into so great. 
Yeah, I, I love to see them day two. They make them in one week. They, they do. Start, they start Monday and release it Friday or something ridiculous. Yeah, really something crazy. Cool. They bring in people from like Saturday Night Live <laughs> to help as, like as write the script. Yeah, and, and, like, and they've said they, it's great. they get to make fun of whoever they want because they don't have to worry about ever seeing them. <laughs> Whereas on, on, on Saturday Night Live, like, they could end up being a host. Yeah. yeah. So it's sort of like, mm, should we make fun of Lindsay Lohan today? Yeah. They're like, South Park's like, yes, let's go. <laughs> she's so, not coming to the studio. Saturday Night Live's like, she's going to be here in like a few weeks. Yeah. Like, we can't really. Everybody's yeah, they don't give fun a of her. Shit. Therefore, she's huge. Therefore, yeah. we get her. But, but no, because yeah. because of the, the animation of the show is, is simple. With you know, it's obviously not construction paper anymore. It's computers, no. but they do make it in a week, and that adds to the charm of the show because they can't sit on anything and go, "Is this funny?" I don't know. They just go with their gut. If they're laughing in the in the drawing, like when they're literally at the drawing board, they just roll with it, and they don't have time to second guess. And I think that's a huge part to the show's success. Mm-hmm. It's it's instinct, and that's how they can talk about things in such a timely manner. They just roll. We should do that with us. We should, but yeah, we should do the one day song challenge as a band. That would be cool to write like come here from conception to reality. Yeah, we meet game. here at like nine a.m. Right, write a song, record it, film it. Release it that night. All here. It's done. It's been done in the pop world and shit. That That's could be ridiculous. done. That, you know oh, what? Let's dude, do it. In the pop world and stuff, there, could, I'm down be, with there that. could be 15 people in here on, on since just coming up with parts and fucking oh, just yeah. piecing it no, together I'm like, talking about like, a like, a band, like our brains you know? just create something in a day. Yeah. That's an interesting idea. Yeah. And just be like, this is what we came up with in one day. But uh, we started this this morning. It's five thirty. You're getting a video. We've <laughs> also the other thing we got to talk about is Firefest, man. Yeah. Okay, we're good. Did we delete the entire thing? No, or just no, no. Uh... The other ones are saved. Okay. I hope so. So Firefest is docu- F Y R E F Y R E. You guys have got to see this documentary on Netflix. There's also one on Hulu. I don't know if you guys have Hulu. Uh, I have Netflix. I have Amazon Prime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't have Netflix at all. No, I do, but oh, you I have do. Amazon Prime. That like everybody has Netflix, and then maybe like Hulu or I Amazon grabbed Prime. Hulu because yeah, I've got both Amazon. I got access to both. In oh, December, really? I think they they gave away Hulu for a dollar a month for a full fucking year. Oh, oh yeah, your sister. So got I that, right? I got Hulu as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And there's one on each of them. So in a nutshell, Firefest. Let's talk about before these documentaries. Like I only heard about it. In the news for a minute. I heard it I about just heard it. It was in the a news. festival that sucked. That's all I knew. Not even that. Like it was just. I never was, even knew it existed. It was pretty much like a festival that failed. Yeah. Like that's not even that it, didn't it work. sucked. It, like they didn't like. So, but it actually happened. Artists didn't show up. Oh, oh, it did. No. Oh yeah, it did. Well, I, it, it it did, but it was so bad. Like it was like it, like probably the worst thing ever. Like where like people did not get what they paid for. It was essentially like like. You went thinking you would have a luxury experience. You get to do VIP the, stuff, the like luxury, the, like experience. the luxury experience, and you ended up like pretty much being in a like it was like something like equal to a refugee camp, where you would get a piece of cheese with a. It with ended up some getting that bad. lettuce and that's, bread. That's and you're right, but yeah, that's a hell of a way to explain. Yeah, it. Is that like, you guys. Could, and then it was like weather issues and stuff like that. Yes, like yeah, yes. I saw so, clips of it. Spoiler alerts, because I want to hear about it. Like they that it, like Woodstock like where okay. like people okay. were like okay 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 getting okay. airdropped packages and shit mm, back up so this festival th- this guy Billy McFarlane 
who is a con artist, dude. He's in prison now. He's supposed to be in prison for six years. Damn. He's not allowed to be like a corporate officer to any company like ever again. He's banned from the fucking Bahamas. Um, <laughs> oh, it's what dude, a hell of a place. It's a hell of a, of a documentary, dude. Firefest was supposed to be like the greatest party on earth. It was supposed to be the bit like the biggest models, athletes, actors, rock stars on an island together in the Bahamas partying. It was like ten grand a ticket. It was ridiculous. They sold it out in 48 hours because fucking rich millennial kids, dude. I'm not even joking. That's who they targeted and that's who they got. If you watch the documentary, you'll see. And it goes to shit. Total shit. Ja Rule's involved too. He just thinks it's going to work. <laughs> I mean, there's more to it than that. Um, we don't have all day. but they probably just kept him in the dark. <laughs> like, you just do your thing. <laughs> well, the reality is, man, they just... So the Hulu one's about... Billy, and it's also about like the psycho the psychological. It's hard to explain. It's about the millennial thing, and it's sort of about this mantra with millennials right now, where it's like, we'll just figure it out later. And that's the whole idea with this festival. It was like, we're gonna put on the biggest party ever at the Bahamas, and we're gonna we're gonna do it. How are we gonna do it? We'll figure that out. And they just don't figure it out, dude. Like, they really don't figure it out. Like, wasn't like the bad weather came into and they at, didn't like, factor was, in for that it. That was like right? an act of God at, after, yeah. after it all happened. It, it still would have failed if it didn't rain. But sure. That but was that just, just the icing it, on the cake. Just like, here, you're, you're fucking shit up. Here's more. <laughs> so, yeah. How it all started was they went to 250 of the biggest influencers on Instagram, models. Mostly models, honestly. And said, we need you to post this orange tile. It's just an orange background. That's it. You're all going to post it at the same time. And we're trying to disrupt this. You're scrolling, you're scrolling. What's going to make you stop? A burnt orange tile. That's what they do. They promise every single influencer that does it a fucking villa. And, you know, at on the island with a couple of other things like they get promised that they're like you, you get to come to the party for free we're, we're putting you up in a fucking mansion essentially just post this so they all post it yeah people freak out mm-hmm. tons of kids are like what the what fuck? is this all what's fire fest holy shit and then there's this whole and we could talk about this too you guys know what fomo is no. fear of missing out yeah do you do you get it because i don't get it so i know what it is I Let's, mean, it's okay. self-explanatory. Like, hashtag FOMO. Like, yeah. say say that all three of us, like, tag ourselves at a party and somebody looks at that and is like, oh, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. I must go. I have to or go. I'm going to die. Or I'm gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> and they, like, come to the party because they're, they fear missing they, out. That's they what, had FOMO, right? Dude, that's what Instagram is, 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 is built on sometimes. Yeah. You know, when you think I, about sure. it, like... Like, I know you look you at pictures of people doing certain things, and then you're like, oh, man, I wish I could do that, too. And then you fear, like, it's a fear of missing out. It's a term now, man. It's a millennial yeah. thing. Like, it, it's also, and I think it was the Hulu one that talks about this more. We're in a, in a place now where we, have, we all have a social identity. Mm-hmm. And if you don't keep up with your social identity, you feel like it will crumble and you will become nothing. You will become worthless. Yeah. If you don't 
post on Instagram with what you're doing that day. Honestly, People will forget about you and then they will stop paying attention to you and you won't exist. I also think that social yeah. media and, and posting and stuff is also a way nuts. to make your life seem like it's way better than it is. Oh, it totally is. Like, people yeah. like... Yeah, it's a it's, it's, it, it does. It there's a lot of good that comes with social media, and there's a lot of bad that comes with it. And I think like one of the things like you don't even know what's real. Yeah, like one of the things that it does, it does bring people together. It does create a community, and it's an awesome tool. Oh my gosh, it's like part of the reason why we got to where we are today. So like you know, let's give credit where credit is due. Time out the quick. one thing, what's up? Did you get me another Bob Marley beer? I think so. It's a 420 extra pale, <laughs> extra ale. pale ale. Sweetwater Brewing Company. Nice. Nice. I'd like to try that if you don't mind. No, more limey. More limey? Not really hempy. Okay. Does anybody want to try what? my Natty Ice? You fucking amateur. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not want to try. I think they rebranded that bottle, though. Look at it. They made I it saved look, it. They I made it look it. really slick. Well, it's I got like it. a half a bird on it It's now. black. I mean, and... I drank it like an amateur, but I saved it like a pro. <laughs> yeah, I do. I've so. done it before, too, man. Yeah, it's all good. Same. The Natty Ice logo looks like the American League baseball logo. It's it Anheuser Busch. It does. Are you why talking are you, about this? Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> why are you yelling? At you me? are just why. so on edge. Would you jump already? <laughs> so, so anyway, Firefest became like the ultimate FOMO. It was like. Kid, this is on the fucking documentaries. Kids quit their jobs to go to that fucking thing. Yeah, that's crazy. They literally were like, I have to quit my job. Yeah, you would. I would. You would. They don't give me time off anyway. I'm quitting my job. Fuck them, man. I'm going, FOMO, let's go. I'll figure it out later. That's that's the whole thing. (laughs) I mean, there's, there, okay, coming back to what I was saying, I was, I was, I was trying to make a point. Go ahead. Um, about social media. You know, it's one of those things where, yeah, there are some people that, like, you know, do, like, feel like if they don't post on a regular basis that they're, Going to disappear. Disappear. That's the idea. With uh, with like sometimes like the videos that I do. Yeah. I feel like if I don't get one out quick enough, people are like, "Oh, he's done." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's kind of like I'm like, shit. It's been two days. That's kind of the idea. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but that's not true. You know. No. It's just like yeah. Like I've I've noticed that like I, I do I don't feel like that on my personal side, but I do feel like that way on the business side with us. Like well, we, yeah, business side we absolutely. Have to, we have to keep our appearances up as a band. Yeah, because we're competing with everything else on somebody's newsfeed. Well, that but too, I do like, not feel that way about my own fucking social account. With our right. band, uh, when when artists go away, it is probably my least favorite thing ever. They just disappear. They disappear, or, the or or they like they really? they don't get pushed at you. Or out to you as much as they used to be. For example, it doesn't bother me that much, dude. I'm just like I, I, I wonder where they went, and what, then I move what, on to something else. What example? Yeah, you know? but then, but then, like, but then, what example? What example? My example is Lucas Graham. When Lucas Graham came Graham. out, he had a song called Seven Years." Oh, that was yeah, probably yeah, one of the most well-written songs I've heard since I was born. It is a good song. It's an amazing tune. And he had another yeah. one called Mama Said that was awesome. And I checked out his whole record. I loved everything. And I'm like, I can't wait to see so much of this guy. He's going to take over. And, and then... Sh- gone. Nothing. And I'm like, dude. Like, you could have done anything. So and I would have been a viewer. I would have watched. I would have I You're following him on you. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and nothing. N- nothing. Well, I mean, it's not there. Like, yeah. 
you should you should like I don't follow him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, but like. Well, dude, I don't so use I don't be, use those things for me. Like, but some but like, of that could be, his next Hold on, hold on. Some of that could be algorithm changes. I'm not even kidding, especially Facebook. You just might not be seeing it. Doesn't mean he's not there. Have you checked into his page lately? You have to like actually look him up. Yeah, that's that it shouldn't be like that. <laughs> it should just come to me like it came to me the first time. Yes. You know? Whatever, man. That's how a millennial thinks. That yeah. is why didn't it just come thinks. to me? Yeah, he's like like look this, at the, look this at, how look millennial at, thinks. Take yeah. a picture of him you right now. You should have went to the island, bro. Yeah, dude. You dude, look like I would have gone to the island. island. So in a nutshell, here's so here's what happens. They start to plan the festival and like really, really fucking common sense logistic things. Like, what are we gonna do when people have to fucking poop and there, this is an email in the documentary it's in the documentary somebody replies in the email chain and says well they're all going to be drinking not eating so there won't be any pooping are you kidding me no no they invite 10,000 kids to an island and, and just think have no you ever heard of the beer shit they just think no one's going to poop oh my god are so, you no one's going to poop I'm telling you man no like it's it's just one random email like it's not a big yeah. That's crazy. That was probably but it just actually like was, a joke email. But it actually was sent. And so it was just like, because they're going, okay, like you're going to have to somehow fly porta potties to the fucking Bahamas. Like, this has never been done. We've never had a big festival at the Bahamas. So it's Hey guys, like, we're it, having an issue. It's um, shit like that. Uh, I think the. Uh, There's nothing really to do. This is the YouTube this is, stream down. This is, this is working. We, ha- we yeah. have the audio. Um, so I'm going to keep going here. Um, the. Um, so it was logistics like that. Our YouTube stream is down. Nothing to do. It was, it's, um, logistics like that, that were just, what the hell? You know, um, catering. They had like a $6 million budget for catering. That fell through. They could only afford a million. And then they couldn't even get that. Because that was the other thing. Um, how long, just off the... Top of your heads, how long would you guys say it would take from conception to reality to put on a festival? How long would you think would be an adequate amount of time to do this from the ground up? From let's do this what to quantity let's are actually we talk- release. Are we talking fall jam? Or are we talking that? No, no, no. We're talking like fucking Coachella. Coachella. Four how- to six months, at least. I would uh, say year. I would say it starts yeah, the at day least the four to six like months. if it's annual you start like the, if not if like not year. a year it's a year four to six is you, if you see documentary you'll see that's too that's not enough so well, yeah I mean I was I'd gonna probably, say they, like if Coachella got put on right uh, yeah. on March first like March second you start Coachella you start for the next year exactly exactly right um, they tried to do it in six to eight weeks. They just mm. they just lied. Yeah, but like yeah, that's I'm not joking. A terrible idea. That's, like you're yeah. you're, you're six portal, to eight you weeks. can't get yeah. you can't get shit to the Bahamas in six to eight weeks Dude, if you order no. it that it day. It was awful. No. They, they just they just lied about so many things. Like they just said we're gonna get Blink One Eighty Two, we're gonna get Major Lazer, we're gonna get who's uh, Major Lazer? I don't even know who some of these people are. We're so oh, that's probably like one of them rave DJs, DJs. you know, whatever. Um, and they just said like we're they're gonna play. And they never paid the, the artists. <laughs> I never. So, like, the week of, Blink-182 is like, we're canceling Firefest. Sorry, guys. And oh, one by one, <laughs> everybody else did. They, not a single artist ever performed. No one played. They, here's the fucking crazy thing. They never cancel the damn festival. It just keeps going. It's like, we don't have water. 
we don't have the catering. We don't have the bands. There's no villas. They were supposed to have 250 homes rented out or something like that. Was there actually, like, famous people there? Uh, no. Not I don't really. think so. Not really, no. Like, I think a few... Like, imagine The Rock there. Like going, no, 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 no. And then he's just like, no, no, no. yo, this is bullshit. <laughs> I think a few influencers went, and of course they documented the whole journey, which is really interesting. Um, they, they ended up having FEMA tents, dude. Yep, that's for, what it was. For hurricanes. Like, that's what they used when there was uh, you know, hurricane issues with Katrina and everything else. Like, I that, actually... That was the villa. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, guys. And it was bad. I've cool. been in a FEMA tent. I really? actually did... Um, I did. I did some uh, mission work uh, my junior year of high school um, after Hurricane Katrina, and oh, spent uh, about cool. a week, a week and a half, um, staying in a FEMA tent. Work. Yeah. Wow. It was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was seventeen at the time, and uh, I mean, it's it's a it's a nice tent, but I'll tell you what, it ain't no villa. It ain't no villa. I dude. was on a. I was on a. And then I was on a. A. a, a what do you, What do they call it? Um. Uh. It's not a. Not a hammock. Not a. It, it was one of those military um, oh, a cots. Cot. A cot. That's ah, what it was. A cot. I okay. slept on a yeah. cot for a week and a half. I don't know if I could sleep on a cot, dude. They're actually pretty comfortable. I'd be afraid to fall off. It's only... It, it's not... It's it, it, None of them were bunks. It wasn't a bunk cot. Okay. It was just... It was a bunch of... It was a bunch of cots on the ground. But, See, when I think of a cot, I think of it being like the height of, like, say, an ironing board. Is that fair? Or is it, it no? was like It was like about yay All right, that'd yay be high. That'd be about different. like about maybe two feet off the ground. That'd be different. If you fell off, yeah. you wouldn't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, military cots. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, so, and I think if if well, I so imagine if you were a yeah. fucking rich millennial, with like a trust fund kid. Yeah. And you were going to a villa, dude. And, and you get a cot. Up, it ended up being a cot. And, then, and a cheese and sandwich with a bunch of vegetables that it's not even cooked. And then, like you yep. said, it was. I got to pee, guys. Go ahead. Excuse me. And then, like he said, it was it it poured the day before. On the final day, it fucking poured. I so gotta watch all this documentary. all the mattresses you really do, all the mattresses were were fucking ruined. I mean, it, dude, it ends up becoming a actual health problem because kids show up, they don't have a way back. How many people showed up? A couple hundred kids, like five hundred kids or something like that. It might be more than that. Showed up. There was no food. No water. They just literally like went on. Uh, it was like Survivor. Yeah, <laughs> like they just like got survival, airdropped survival. into a fucking woodland area. Survival of the like, fittest, dude. Ten grand, let's go. Yeah, and then <laughs> and there's guys interviewed on the documentary. Like one stupid fuck decides to take a bunch of the mattresses and piss on them, so that he has those. Like, that's how he gets his ownership, you know? Like a fucking dog. Wow. Another person decides to steal all the toilet paper. So if you have to fucking shit or piss, what are you going to give me for the toilet paper? Dude, that's like a social experiment. Yes! It's like, are you kidding me? This happens, it's been about a day, and instead of, like, working together and just, like, figuring it out, no. No. It turns into, I'm going to steal all the pillows. I'm going to steal all the toilet paper. I would have been like, I'm going to go whoop everyone's ass that thought they were going to steal something. Dude, it's I'm just going to go around fighting people. <laughs> it's a crazy documentary. It becomes uh. so much more than you think it's going to be. And then um, so then it makes the news, right? And then it's funny because a lot of people are just, we're just calling it like rich kid problems. And it was just like hilarious to a lot of people. It was like, oh, these poor spoiled fucking millennials who have 
money to burn are stuck on an island. Good for it. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of rude too. Though. I know yeah, because it is. once it's like, what if you weren't that? Like, and you and you, and you ended up self-made, awesome person. I, and you didn't want them. I see. Didn't miss out on the biggest party of the year. I see. You I see. Like, you're not that person. They were charging like two hundred fifty thousand dollars for some of these packages, dude. It was stupid. Wow. And and the other thing is the money was never really there. Like they to this day, I think right now they owe like twenty five million dollars because they got all these investors in line. What happened? They had they couldn't cancel the festival because they needed to make the money back, dude. It's so Ponzi scheme. We were talking about that. That's essentially what it was. They needed to make the money from the kids to pay back the investors that said, you know, put the money into them even having the festival. Mm -hmm. It goes on and on and on and on and on. And there's more. There's another company involved called Magnesis that was this credit card thing that the same guy who did the festival also did this this uh, credit card company. He's a 25 year old, sort of brilliant entrepreneur, but a total fuck at the same time. And he's in big trouble now. <laughs> big trouble. And there's still so much more that we can, you could even say. Like you have to see the documentary. I gotta see it. it watch it tonight if you want. Well, it's Brittany and I are going to the movies tonight. But I will definitely just don't. It, you might. It would. The one thing I will warn anybody that hasn't seen it yet. Um, it does. It's not appropriate at certain points for children. You would think you could put it on for like because how how you know vulgar could it be? It's a documentary. Don't watch it around the kids. Fair enough. Because there's, that's so interesting though. Like I don't understand like how you can do that. And like, are these people in jail? A lot of them are. Okay. Well, so well, they no, did no, go to no, jail. no, I lied. No, I'm sorry. Penalty for Billy them is, doing this. Billy is, but dude, this is so ongoing. This happened last year, I think. So like, it's so, still pending. Oh yeah. So he's in the the main guy's in jail for like six years now. He's supposed to be in for some other shit, probably. Though. For I think it's just for the fire thing for now, because the other thing that the festival was supposed to do was supposed to piggyback onto an app that was supposed to change the booking game forever. It was supposed to be how you would book. An A-list um, entertainer or, or artist for like your birthday party. Like, if you want fucking Blink One Eighty Two for your birthday, open the fire here's, app. Here's your here's your six hundred thousand dollar way to do it. Open the fi- <laughs> open the fire app and literally like swipe left, swipe right, like a Tinder kind of thing. And if they if there was a match, then you start negotiating. That's kind interesting. Of, kind of interesting. Um, obviously, it completely blew up in their face. Yeah, because of this festival. I really want to go watch just, this documentary now. You will, you will both enjoy it, and the Hulu one too for you, Phil. Um, I don't have Hulu. I thought you said you did. No, I have Amazon Prime. But you also, said you had Prime. I have Prime. You. Said I have you access to both Netflix and and Amazon oh, Prime. I don't I have you Hulu. Both Hulu. No, 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 no. Okay. I, I said I have access to both of them, not not Hulu, and I probably meant yeah. So that's what I meant. Well, yeah, no, you guys, you guys will enjoy it. Um, cool. It just, it just goes on and on, man. Other people are in trouble, but so like the influencers are in trouble, right? Like how? They didn't so here's know. here's here's the issue. Did they know? And here here's the issue and the debate on on that side of it. So it's kind of a gray area, I'm sure. Well, when they advertised it, they when an, when an Instagram model or a or um a influencer as they say post something if they're wearing certain products or they're talking about a certain event or they're 
you're involved with branding, that's an ad. Yeah, you have that to is, actually be that very. A, that is an ad. And these the days, is, and you're right. The gray area is. Yeah. People don't realize that that's an ad. Right. That that's actually a big thing now, gonna, where where yeah. there's a crackdown oh, yeah. happening, where it's going if to. you wear a product and you have a sponsorship with them, that you is, have to make it absolutely clear that it's an ad. That it's an ad. Like you have right. to either do that in the hashtags, hashtags yes. but you have to be like like there were certain times where it would just say like ad in the hashtag exactly and that's it yes. but now you have to be like blatantly clear that you are advertising because a, a, you could organically you know drink Ciroc vodka wear rock aware you know mm-hmm. what I mean and a pair of Nikes and it could look like an organic post where really you're being paid to drink that wear that wear that people well, don't know it, that yeah you'll you'll and it get you'll you'll be in, uh, intrigued by what I'm about to say go ahead well, oh, sorry, no. I, I just, it just it sparked so my memory. The influencers are in trouble because they essentially tricked a bunch of kids, and not know the kids didn't know it was an ad. The kids did not know the Instagram models were basically fucking just lying. posting ads. They weren't going to be there, not all of them, but they thought they were. Mm. So it's this ongoing thing, and it's the first like major event in our generation with this. Millennial culture and the Instagram culture and the hashtags and all, where something went really, really fucking wrong. Like, code red, emergency, like, life-threatening wrong. Like, it turned into Lord of the Flies over on the fucking island, dude. Yeah. It really did. That's great. It is nuts. (laughs) I gotta check that out. You do. But... What were you gonna say? I was gonna say, um, not too long ago, by not too long ago, I'm talking like less than a month ago, probably. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Burger King did something that was like kind of rude, but also genius. And the only reason I know about this is because I watch a guy by the name of Casey Neistat on YouTube. He's a vlogger, probably the biggest one ever. And they exploited him without him knowing it. Burger King did. Yeah. How? Um, th- what Burger King did was their social media team went back to like 2009 on all these major influencers posts like major like the biggest ones in the world and they started liking posts from like the year 2009 I don't know what the year actually is really but they started liking all these huge influencers posts from that that one year and everybody started to get notifications about it and they're like why? Major influencers are going, wow, Burger King, a little late to the party. Yeah. Like, why is Burger King liking my post from 2009? Right. And turns out Burger King did that to get that response. Of course. You, well, sure. And then Burger King made a public statement that they were re-releasing, like, chicken fries something or something. from that year. From that, that was first released in 2009. Okay, I get it. So and, far. Yeah. And Casey Neistat made a video about it and it, it was titled exploited by burger king and he and the whole video was about how gene stops working yeah never <laughs> i just get I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get rid of that that's weird it is oh i thought you I thought it's an alarm that says stop working, working. yeah but, but he never, made a video to dedicated never. to <laughs> burger king he made a video dedicated to burger king do you have a schedule for 420 no <laughs> that'd be amazing let him talk no that would be i'm, I'm gonna see <laughs> Yeah, bye. <laughs> but no, he, <laughs> he made a video dedicated to Burger King and how oh. genius that was to target all these major influencers and get that amount of response back that he made a video dedicating it and he called them out. 
and was like, yo, I feel like I've been wronged because but I... But why was he wronged? Because they used, like, him in the tabloids. They said, Casey Neistat responds, like, by name. But, but he but didn't he, get paid, nothing. But he did respond. He, he just did respond on Twitter, like, it was something like, uh, why did Burger King like my... Burger King didn't do whatever. anything wrong in my opinion. Burger, yeah, and he and he says that in his video. He's like, he's like, do I feel like I've been wronged? Maybe a little, but like their marketing team is genius. Like mm-hmm. he was like super stoked about the way that they handled that and they did that. And he was like, but I can leverage this. And he like called Burger King out to give like an absurd amount of money to one of his favorite charities in in return. For on behalf of all these influencers, wow. and everybody backed Casey Neistat, and Burger King delivered, and they gave like fucking like a million dollars or something to wow. one of Casey Neistat's charities. And I was there like, that's pretty sick. These that's influencers like, are way more influencing than I think uh, I ever knew or, or oh people realize. Oh yeah, so like, Phil DeFranco, it's, Casey it's Neistat. Is it Kylie? Um, Kylie Jenner. She's the one who. She's the biggest influencer for the Fire Festival. She gets Ooh. she gets paid two hundred and fifty thousand fucking dollars to post about the Fire Festival. Damn. One, one post. post. One post. One post. One post. A quarter of a million dollars. Huh. And she never went. Oh my god. See, I'm sorry. And that's and that's the gray area. It, it's funny. It is funny, but it's not. Damn. Because, I'm laughing because of how horrible that is. Right, because how many followers horrible. does she have on like, like YouTube? Fucking ninety million probably or some shit. Oh, it's insane. Let's no, look it up Casey right now. That's one of the biggest in here. On like, YouTube, I don't know. No, is like fifty eight million or something. Not, not YouTube. Instagram. Not YouTube. Oh. Instagram. Instagram. Let's look at let's look up how many I think it's like ninety nine point how many followers that's does ridiculous. Kyle Kylie Jenner have. That's just that's actually where we're at. Where you can uh, 126 million. million. There you go. That's actually where we're starting to go. Not even starting. We're we're there. Um some of these individuals are more powerful than like fucking Nike or McDonald's or Apple. Like they're bigger than than fucking corporations. Mm-hmm. And so they're making a lot of money with posts. Mm-hmm. There's people out there that get fifty grand a post. It's yeah, because like that's the thing. It's the a, amount it's of an, it's advertising, but it's yeah. being made to look like it's not advertising. Yeah, and that's where it gets interesting. And that's where it gets interesting, right? That's the gray area, right? And it is. It is. I mean, and that's and that's something that like you know certain governments are like cracking down on now. Like, Moral of the story: We'd like to get involved in that game. So. <laughs> Send us shit. We'll wear it. We'll flaunt it. We do have somebody that's that's waiting to hear a response from us. Uh, that's it's um, and and we do want to we do want to get in touch with them because they have some pretty cool stuff. Wait, so we'll what, do that. What are you talking about, point. sir? Talk about we'll it after talk, the, we'll talk after about the podcast. We'll talk about it off the record. That's yeah, cool. That's cool. It's cool. Because um, we don't know yeah, whether or not so we're going to decide to take the stuff or not. 100, so. 120 million followers for Kylie Jenner. 126. That is dick and ridiculous, dude. But that is why she got a quarter of a million dollars to say, "I'm going to Firefest." Because of the amount of exposure, but see, because it's because now, it, like when you she, think when you think about how money works and how like you figure like let's think of it this way let's put it in the Pareto who principle. Who really wants to party with Kylie Jenner though? Oh, they were selling ten thousand dollar a head tickets to go on her yacht. Yeah, so at the at the island, you figure that a person has one hundred twenty six million followers. She posts about Firefest. At least twenty percent of her of that audience 
is going to, which is 20, roughly like about 20 to 40 million people are going now, to look at that post. That. And she's, then you take 20% of those people. She's one of 250 people that posted about it at the same time. Do you, right. Do you see how viral this went? Yeah, precisely. So, so many kids. So, like, so many, pretty much so every kid except paying, us. We didn't know. Paying $250,000 to her after you work out the math and the Pareto principle over time, like, like at the end of the math in the in a nutshell, there's about like ten thousand people that liked that post or looked at that post that will actually pay that amount of money and more to go there. It, it, That's the it, whole it does, uh, yeah, idea it's just, behind that. It's just that. a really fascinating it, thing. I'm, I'm sorry, I hit your yeah, knee. They really, probably fucked it up though. They probably so fucked up the money. Like blown about this whole thing. Yeah, I know. It's it's really interesting. Like it probably made. Are level? you sure it was two hundred and fifty thousand dollars? Two hundred and fifty thousand. Fucking dollars. That's the amount. <laughs> Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars yes. for one post. Yes, guys. Jesus. That's, That's a house. There are some people that are making. Guys, I would post some really, really ridiculous shit for that amount of money. It's like, wouldn't you? So it's. <laughs> this is the other concept. You hear? You heard it here first, everybody. This is the other concept. <laughs> Companies, sponsors, yeah. This is the other concept. Talk to Ben that, Giles, that, That's please. just like what the fuck. <laughs> like, it's becoming a job to just be cool. And I'm not. I'm not even fucking around, dude. There are people that are making money. There's a job to, to literally just, just wear stuff cool. that other people want, drink stuff that other people want. Go places other people want to be and get paid to say that you're doing that. There are people out there getting 50 grand to post. And you know what's funny? On Instagram. And well, that it's is actually your, not funny. And, and it's kind of sad. What is your job? And they go, I'm an oh. influencer. That's their occupation. There's some people that have actually that's been their miserable title. doing it. There was like this like 20-year-old model that decided to scrap it all because of all the pressure and issues. And, you hit like, up all the money know. you want. If you're not happy, you're not happy. Yeah, exactly. But so like that makes me feel like that term is yucky. But that's where we're at. But so here's the other question. Do you, do you think Kylie Jenner should be held responsible in a legal sense in like a class action lawsuit for Firefest? She said she was going. She didn't go. She got paid all that money. It was an ad. Her fans don't know it was an ad. There's this misleading. There's this crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's where they're at now. Are the influencers supposed? Are the influencers going to be in fucking are the, trouble? Are the influencers going to be in are trouble? Are some of them because going they to jail? Got the money, like they got the money from. I could see. I could see. Are you some know, of them going to jail well, for, for lying about advertising? You see, the Kardashians. That that whole crew has actually been in hot water before. A- legally. Advertising has been a lie. So like, it's yeah, but you knew it was an ad. It was a page in a magazine. You knew it. Like it was now. Instagram bad. is actually blurring that line. Yeah, it's almost like a pale. Think of it like payola. Kind of. Think of it like payola for for like you know radio or whatever whatever you call it. You know, it's it's one of those situations where, um, you know, with it's with, also because it's Instagram. Yeah, it, it, seriously, it's different because it's not Facebook or Twitter. It's well, like Instagram feels organic. Yeah. Instagram feels real. You don't. You don't post an ad on Instagram. You post that cup of coffee on a Sunday morning with that beautiful view from the deck. Well, let me ask you this. But with the slogan on the coffee cup, and that's real. So when you start to manipulate real did any, did anyone with Instagram die? posts. Did what? anyone die? Did anyone die? I don't know if anyone died. Look at it this way. Take anybody famous that's ever done a commercial for chicken. 
Chicken has salmonella that potentially yes. kills people. Like, does but that person go to jail? No, but you're no. That, what no, if they don't no, even hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. But you're but. missing the point because you knew that was a fucking commercial. It was a commercial. It's at a certain time during this entertainment episode, movie, whatever. Like, it's the, it. It was clearly defined then, and still is, of course. That is an ad. That would be like you That's posting, the problem. Guess, posting, right. it, posting an Instagram the pro- uh, the picture of you eating the chicken. And just like, oh, I love this chicken. And then like a bunch somebody of people dies like it, it. And then somebody dies from that chicken. Now you're in hot water. Now you're in hot water. Because you didn't say you were advertising. And you didn't say it was an paid. ad. You were not saying you were being paid And to have somebody paid you $250,000 for the chicken. Eating the chicken. I guess. That's such a gray area. Like that's, Exactly, that's so dude. Left up it's to like, it's the new... Do? Wild, wild west right now in marketing. Yeah, it really is. It's Instagram influencer. Which is the whole reason why Pledge Music was able to get away with what they probably did was because it's the wild, wild west. You know, it really is. I mean, that's a whole. That's a whole another thing. But well, so like crowdfunding also doesn't have it, all these. It's not regulated, so right. I see what you're saying. Yeah, but we could we could wrap it up here, but. Yeah, so um, essentially, yeah, you guys need to check out this documentary. Yeah, I and definitely do. I want the bigger I wanna conversation. Watch it. Is about this influencer thing, man. Yeah. Like, it is yeah. so much... There's so much more going on than I thought. Yeah. And it's because Instagram blurs the line between marketing, advertising, slash reality. Mm-hmm. Well, also, it's because people are spending more time on social media and less time watching Millennials TV. spend an average of two hours a day on social media. Two hours a day. That's, that's average. That's about what it used to be when commercials were, we're like on TV. all the yeah. rage. That's yeah. true. And you, two hours of TV you know, was, they, was probably considered too much. They're asking, you know, you got you uh, took, you know, a questionnaire in high school or elementary school, whatever. How many hours of TV do you watch a week? Mm-hmm. I'll bet you that that question doesn't even exist anymore. And yeah. now it's how so, many yeah, hours are you, you on your on phone? phone? Right. How many hours are you on social media? It's yeah. crazy. But crazy world we live in. Mine's a lot. I don't know the answer to the question. It's just yes. like a lot. How yeah. many hours are in a week? Well, it's also but. part of you know. I'm I'm on it less on a personal level now. Yeah. But I'm on it more than ever on a business level. So there's that. that's what it that's what that's where it, there's a difference that comes. True. But yeah, like we said, we'll uh, we'll become Instagram influencers right now. <laughs> <laughs> that, it does and sound paid, about it. Get paid it like to go that. to Vegas and drink certain things and wear certain jewelry. Yes. But at, at the same time, though, like when I, I said tell earlier you all that I was posting ridiculous the whole time. shit for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, like that was a very blanket statement. Like I'm not gonna post shit that I don't believe in. True. Don't so, drink stuff that you that's, hate. That's don't wear. Don't okay. wear hold on. Okay. Give me, give me, hold on. Hold give, on. Give me a, a hold on. scenario. What if you had to drink Natty Light in every fucking post you ever had, but you were getting ten grand every time? Would then you, would you just drink Natty pers- Light? Personally, I would make Natty Light my everyday real life beer. If I got ten grand, that's you know, what I'm saying. That's what happened. But like, I would Money believe talks, in Natty dude. Light. Then I'd be like, "Yo, Natty Light did this for me. Uh, <laughs> I like Natty Light." <laughs> and now, now you're like writing like this. You're, you're filming this epic vlog about why Natty Light is so misunderstood. Uh, that's no, 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 I would be, I would be transparent. <laughs> Natty Light is not the ugly duckling. That's what I mean. Like, dude, money talks. That's amazing. There's a reason why it made you throw up in college, and this is why. I gotta tell you, how many memories have you made or forgotten on Natty Light? If somebody gave me ten grand a post to be the face of Natty Light, I'm the face of Natty Light, dude. Yeah, but then also in real life, it would become my beer. Like that's what I would drink. 
Yeah. Like, even off the that, fucking thing. Ain't that sad. So that would be, I wouldn't feel <laughs> That's bad really about that sad. because it's still just a beer. Like, if there's one beer that will we win went, me over, ten grand do you will remember, do it. Do you remember when we went to the cold cock tent and I had Jägermeister glasses on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he yelled at the me. The guy fucking screamed at me, dude. He's like, what are you doing? That is the enemy. I'm like, dude, it's this big. It's on the side of the fucking glasses. Calm down. They're orange. No. <laughs> it's the same idea. Yeah. yeah. What about you? What are you talking about? Something you despise, but you get ten grand a post. Oh God! Um, <laughs> what was that coconut shit that I had the other the other day? The <laughs> one of the bombs, or or like yeah, what, if, what if you like, got ten grand to like say that like vocal fry was like really good? For you? <laughs> no, sorry, that's like yeah, right. Some, what if you like got some sort there of are principles. That you didn't no, believe in. no, I'm not doing that. Not for ten grand. No, because post? I would get fucking sued for it. Because if a bunch of people would get notes and they'd be like, "Hey, you said it was good for me," hey, it wouldn't like, just come out. So it's probably think of something well, better. I mean. Oh yeah, okay. Think so of something better. Yeah, we don't want to bring lawsuits in. No, like I mean, that's what, like I would never. What about say like that. Big Macs? Ooh, they are delicious. You gotta have big. They're so bad. They, sometimes they are. Like if it's like one, it's like one, like <laughs> once every three months, just getting a Big Mac yeah, and just getting something greasy we're, in there. We're talking about like once every a, day, one, every day, once uh, a week. Oh, ten grand. I don't know. That's too much. Too much of a good thing. You don't even have to eat it. You I'll tell you to, what. You just have to order it and then I go would, one post. If maple, if maple, okay, one post. <laughs> if you say I would do it for ten but, grand. But the post has to be like Big Macs changed my life. For the <laughs> <laughs> like that's what you have to say. It added for clarity. ten grand. It added, added clarity added and focus to my more life. More clarity and focus than any yeah. Red Bull ever could. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> The day I, I get you, into a Big no, Mac, life became clear. There is one, there's one thing, <laughs> oh my god, there's one thing that I would eat every day. You still didn't answer the question. What's the question? <laughs> What's the question? Would you make that post? He's dodging it. For $10,000. What, about how Big Macs changed my life? For the better. For the better. For the better. Yeah. <laughs> it, it depends. Then you could take that $10,000 and buy vegan shakes all day or whatever the fuck it is you eat. Fucking kelp soda. Kelp soda. Kelp soda. What the fuck is kelp? Jesus. Um, Kel Mitchell should do a deal with kelp. Don't, hey, don't put off Phil's answer. That would be good. I don't even have an answer. By the way, they're bringing bringing back all that, by the way. All that? They're rebooting all that, dude. I want all real monsters back. Kenan Thompson is producing a reboot of all that, dude. (laughs) That's great. It is awesome. That's, That's definitely fantastic. They better not fuck it up. They better not fuck it up. Keenan's involved. I'm sure it's going to be fine. He's paying for it. I don't think he's going to do anything else. Well, yeah. I mean, if if he's paying for it, he probably has an influence over it. Uh, yeah, but I don't think he's going to be deciding the skits, what's funny, what isn't, what's offensive, well, dude, what if isn't. You're, if you're, it's a different, if you're it's a different spending, era, dude. If you're spending money on shit, though, bro. I don't know. I mean, you probably have a lot to say. I just remember... Repair man, 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 man. Oh, hey, welcome yeah. to Good Burger, home <laughs> to Good so, Burger. How so, can I take your order? So, Repair man, 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 yeah, man. So, so many <laughs> fucking so skits. Super so, dude, so he was lactose Super, intolerant. Yeah, he was yeah, lactose. Mm-hmm. Just poured milk on him at the end of every skit. Yeah, it was like... It was, so all that... All that is like a kids' mad TV that, or SNL. It is. It's literally it's, it's, it's what it was. Children's SNL. Yeah. They even had musical guests. Yeah. It was children's SNL. Dear Amanda. Oh yeah. That's me. <laughs> We're definitely millennials. Yeah, for sure. Totally. Anybody totally who's older than us is listening to this is gonna be like, what the fuck are Where they? Where are all my millennials about? at? What's up? 
But no, but so that whole, we just had fun with that. But like, that's a real thing. Would you say you enjoy this product for X amount of dollars on Instagram? I think everybody has a price. A lot of people are fucking saying yeah. A time in their life where yes is definitely more prominent. It's no different. Yeah, it's no different. It's no different than, and I can attest to this. When I was a kid, loved basketball. Michael Jordan, huge. Fucking, you watch the Bulls. The commercials come. McDonald's. He's he's doing that. He's drinking Gatorade. He's wearing, he's wearing Hanes underwear. Like, he had all these endorsements. I'll be damned if I didn't want to drink Gatorade, buy Hanes underwear, and go to McDonald's Do you think before Michael I saw Jordan the Chicago Bulls. did that, or was he lying? It doesn't matter. It was clear it was an ad. Now, to a kid, I didn't get that, but it was still defined as advertising. He had sponsorships. What if he was on? What if it was now, and he was on Instagram, and he was doing those things? It would appear different. It would appear like he truly is drinking Gatorade. He truly is eating Big Macs. Like, where's that fine line? Where's that difference? You see what I'm saying? That's what it's like. These Instagram posts that appear organic, companies know that they have influence. Like Michael Jordan had influence over me mm-hmm. when I was a kid, and he was promoting Gatorade, Big Macs, and fucking Hanes. That's the idea. Yeah. It's interesting. True. I also think that noses and people's eyes are way better at sniffing out ads nowadays. So that's why they're getting Hard, they're making cryptic. It, they're making it more complex. Yeah. Or, they're adding or, layers or to Or less like an ad. It's not like this just blatant interrupt and interruption and what you're watching is now to promote a product. Right. Like, you, you have to hide them now because I feel like the whole organic... You're not going like to like so know anymore what's an ad and what isn't. You're not going to know. Like How if, do you get an ad out there that people will actually act like pay I, attention to? I liked the Sour Monkey beer last time, right? Yeah. If Especially as, as we keep growing in popularity. If I take a fucking picture of me holding a Sour Monkey, there's going to be this blurred line between like, yeah. Does he really like Sour Monkey, or is he getting paid to fucking drink Sour right. Monkey? Well, that's why a lot of my favorite YouTubers, Can you actually, when the they other do question, a product review, yeah. they'll be like, I am not getting paid for this. Like, I truly just love and, this product. And that's good, and I've seen that too. Yeah. Because that's the other thing. What the... Are you allowed to fucking organically enjoy a product anymore if you have any level of fame? What? Michael Jordan's not allowed to fucking have Burger King. You know what I mean? That's another thing. Yeah, if you uh, yeah. if you end up doing so, like people who are have, sponsored, you can't have the if you if you end up like doing something with the competitor, it probably isn't the contract. They can fucking take away shit. He's like paid money. Like to I've not heard I've heard situations game. where like if somebody loses their sponsorship, mm-hmm. they lose their car because the car was provided, provided by, by the company right. by the sponsor. It's like crazy. I think I think that happened to Tiger Woods they or somebody a like slave, that. Slave man. Yeah. So it looks like you're like doing well and great, but if, if the sponsorships have you by the high, by the balls and they decide to say bye, you, you violated the contract. See you later. It can it can happen. It's I wonder. One of those things. I wonder what happens. Crazy. How happens with like instruments, right? We're getting at this point where we can probably start to uh, yeah. ask for some support from. The I know that there's that we're playing. Like if I play salute symbols now, if I fucking throw a zildjian up there, yeah, it comes. It mm-hmm. come from my ass, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, there's one. Really? Yeah. If they found I mean, out, they could. They could. They could if they wanted to. If they found out. Yeah, it is what it is. You know what? I don't. You won't have that problem though. Hey guys, like symbols. Fucking word. Hey guys. Why saying. would I not use? It's five oh five. We have a music video to to finish up. So no, um, I think it's time that we wrap up things. Unfortunately, here. we can't uh, take any questions. 
because well, actually, you know what? That's not completely a lie. Um, go well, grab, our YouTube well, feed, I think went down. Our, our feed went down. Uh, we yeah, can't are, save it. Are the comments there? I don't think so. I'm looking at like. Take a look. If they're not there, we're gonna look real quick for you guys. If they're not there, unfortunately, this time on the audio side of things, we cannot answer any fan questions. The internet did not cooperate with us today. Um, if that is the case, we're gonna sign off and be sure to like, uh, comment, or subscribe to this wherever you're seeing it or hearing it. Oh, excuse me. Leave us a review if, the, if you're hearing us on Apple or iTunes. We checked. We took a look at our stats before we hit record today. We see that um, that is where most of you are hearing the podcast, which is awesome. So leave us a review. Be sure to subscribe. Tell your friends. Um, the uh, more people that listen, uh, the more we can keep doing this. And as long as we keep having listeners who want to hear about things that are going on in the Small Town Titans' lives off the stage, we'll keep doing it. Guys are checking right now. See if we can look at our comments. Actually, no. I think, ben, like I think Ben's not. on Instagram. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, <laughs> I had a, a text from... My lady that I had to get back to. <clears throat> the whole okay. universe is coming to our event. Whoa. For real. Oh, oh, man. Powerful stuff. Powerful. Somebody look. Please. I'm trying. <laughs> it doesn't, it's not showing any comments. Okay. We're just going to sign off then. Yeah, we're just going to sign off. Thanks. Everybody. Until next time, everybody. Peace. Subscribe to our shit. Yes. Come on. Peace.